You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, you sexy buttheads, it's everyone's favorite part of the keto diet, Drew Gasparini here with another fantastic episode of Now We're Talking, the podcast that slaps you so hard that it hurts so good. Today is a very special day because we're joined by someone I'm so excited about. She's making the rounds as a star of several Broadway shows. You may know her for her breakout role in the Broadway adaptation of Groundhog Day or her star turn in the cult favorite Head Over Heels. She'll be in the L.A. production of some little show called Hamilton and it was just announced that she'll be co-starring alongside Beth Level in the Broadway adaptation of The Devil Wears Prada. Not only that, we're both Bay Area natives, so that makes us cooler than all of you. Guys, now we're talking with Taylor Ramon Jones. How often do you wash your sheets, Taylor? (laughs) Uh, Once a week. Do you think men in general have a hard time remembering to do this? Um, I don't think they take the time to care. Someone explained to me, I, I let me preface this by saying, <laughs> I wash my sheets. Of course mm. I wash my sheets, but I don't think to do it every time I do like a weekly load of laundry. I don't know why that's the last thing I think about. And I don't like making my laundry day like a six hour. I don't like going back and forth to the mat. I just don't like making it a whole day. Do you make it a whole day? So, okay, to be fair, it depends on where I live. (laughs) Right. So when I live in New York City, like one of my expenses is taking my stuff to the mat. I don't do my own laundry. You know, I drop it off. I drop it off. Yeah. Yeah. No, I So that way, you know, I just come back and pick it up the next day. I love Um, it. It's no time for me. Laundry is literally just like outside my door. So then it's easier to do. Do you mean? See, it's riveting conversation we're having here. on this podcast. You're a Bay Area kid. Yep. I'm a Bay Area kid. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm always like drawn to or fascinated by the Bay Area transplants in New York City. And I had no idea. And then when I asked you to do this, and then when I like looked up more about you, I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And I never know that, like, I never meet you all in the Bay Area. I meet you all in New York. And then I find out way after the fact that you're from the Bay Area. Tell me about your life, your childhood, everything. Tell me about your parents. Do you have siblings? I want to know it all. Yeah, cool. That should take like no time. Um, great. No, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I have totally... shit to do, Taylor. So great. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm a Bay Area kid, like you said. Um, Fairfield, California, born and we're, raised. We're... Um, 
I'm actually here now because of the pandemic. So I yeah, same. I'm in there. I'm in Marin County right now. It's like we should be doing this in person because we're just like a half hour away from each other right now. I know. Uh, but we got to be safe. We got to be good. Yeah. Uh, so you're living back with your parents because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so yeah, I, I grew up here. I was in like uh, music pretty early in my life. Like I started the piano when I was a kid and then that led to like band in school. Like I was in all of the bands from elementary, middle school and high school. Did you play piano in band? Is that what your jam was? Um, I played piano in jazz band in high school, but I played flute for like orchestra and you played piano in jazz band yes it was my nightmare to be honest why <laughs> it wait was way too much pressure are you way talented like beyond no. the realms of which i knew this is no insane. Okay. Okay. <laughs> i mean that's the thing like i played piano i do play piano but i'm not like a jazz pianist by any means it was more like i was the one of one kid who could, who could play who piano could do it and like read the sheet music so they're like well that's where you go but it was like it was really embarrassing when we go to competitions and these like kid savants would take piano solos oh no it's and the, they were the, incredible the and meanwhile i was like do 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 okay move on next and yeah yeah please i don't like I, i'm gonna do a two bar solo and then the other people can take the rest of my no. day. i uh i don't know i don't know if this really is the same thing but i got really nervous because i sang in jazz choir and i hated dreaded because the conductor would be like snapping and like yeah everyone's vibing and there's a lot of oohs and doo-wops and doo-wada-wadas and all that kind of shit and then in the middle during the scat section i put that in big fat air quotes because i don't even know if that's a real thing but she would point to us at random like oh, your no. turn yeah oh, no. and then all i would do is like hold one note for like eight measure it'd be like yeah bitty whoa dada <laughs> Like, I was so uninventive because I got so nervous on the spot. Honestly, that's, how I think, how I feel on Broadway. Yeah. They're like, and run here. I'm like, okay. Okay. Really long and high. Can I hold this one? <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> Is there a lot there. of that on Broadway? They were like, okay, and then you do what you want here. For me. But, you know, I, I've come <laughs> from, for, like. For you <laughs> and only you, does this apply? I don't know. This is, like, because, I don't know. Head Over Heels also was just a very runny show specifically yeah. for my track and like Bonnie. So it was just like, uh, too much pressure. <laughs> too much pressure. Too much pressure. Okay, wait. So before we get up into the land of where we're ed- and inevitably oh, going right. to end up, mm-hmm. tell me, like, in high school, you're a music geek. Would you say is that what you would qualify yourself as? Or was it like, yeah. that's just what a part of what you did, but you were like the cool chick? I would never <laughs> say I was cool because yeah, like I said, I was in band. So I was in marching band, concert band and jazz band in high school. Oh, damn. Um, but then I was also very much into like my theater gig. Then I'd already done, like I'd started the um, local youth company. You started, you, know, like, you started it? No, 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 oh, no, no, oh. no. Sorry. Um, uh, Solano, sorry. You're from the Bay, so I can like speak more specifically. Um, Absolutely. Please do. Solano Community College Amazing. had um, a, a program called SYT, Solano Youth Theater, gotcha. that, um, you know, kids 
really, honestly, they had when I started when I started there um, from kindergarten through high school. And then it ended up being more like 13 year olds or like 10 year olds through high school. Yeah. Um, but you would do a show. It would take, you know, a whole semester. You'd rehearse three times a week, um, but you would put on a full production, mics, costumes, everything on the Solano College stage. And you got like three credits. Of, Pretty like, cool. College, you know. Pretty cool. Um, so I did that mainly from when I was 11 all the way until I graduated high school, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So that's why I'm like, I, w- I was a theater kid. Like, especially in high school, that's when I had gone to New York a few times with my mom on a trip. So I'd seen Broadway. We were already going to all the tours that would come through San Francisco. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. And uh, so- I mean, so that must have been a trip for you, like just seeing tours in San Francisco when Head Over Heels was sitting in San Francisco for a minute. Is it that was, was that like an absolute full circle kind of crazy thing? Absolutely. My parents um, saw that, by the way. They saw it in San Francisco. They loved it. Yeah. It okay. So yeah, it was full circle because I had grown up seeing all of the tours ca- that came through there. So sure. to me, it was so so special. Um, also, that theater had been closed for quite some time, so yeah. now it was brand new open, and we got to be a part of that legacy um at in that version of head over heels in san francisco i was a narrator for the whole production so i got to intro the show i had like sang a lot more i had a way you know i literally like in between every scene i was like wasn't that great like inverse wasn't that crazy like (laughs) look at this next scene and like um and so for the first time ever and since for my whole career like even doing shows locally in the bay from the first preview until closing day, I knew someone in the audience every single performance. That's awesome. Who I yeah, who I'd worked with in yeah. my like local Bay Area theater career or who taught me as a kid. Like Come on. Yeah, I mean, like, it was do you start in- pinching yourself when it's that kind of a life when you're like, oh my God, I'm looking at the people that inspired me as a kid. I'm looking at the mentors I had as a kid, and now I'm doing the thing that they helped me. They help create like concrete the path to yeah. Broadway, to these this this out of town, to all these productions I'm doing, and they're here every single night. Are you just pinching yourself left and right? Yes, I made sure to be very present and uh, just aware of that every Good. time. Good. Um, you know, Otherwise, and- you would have been a big jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's totally wild. It is but so bizarre because I'm not only someone who like grew up in the Bay, but I didn't go to a university. I didn't go to a conservatory. I did community and regional theater here in right. the Bay in right. San Francisco. So not only are these people that like helped me start when I was straight out of high school, just like kind of a little kid entering adult world to professional actors who taught me how to be a professional actor who taught me how to show up before moving to New York you know before any of that before Broadway I knew how to be a professional actor because of my community here in the Bay so I owe them everything so totally yeah I like this is just another like toot on my own horn but I forget what day it was but one day they organized like 25 or 30 people to come and see me in, in Head Over Heels. Oh my God. And that show, when I was a narrator, I used to start with, hi, like my name is Mopsa, blah, 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 blah. Right. But I was like, hi, my name is Mopsa. And they were like, wow. <laughs> oh my God. And they straight up just screamed for like a full, we had like, it was right. a full stop in the show 
where I had just like sit there and take it. And I will never forget that. Um, this was your Justin yeah. Bieber moment. That's it what, totally was. You know what I mean? You got to know what it feels like to be him for a little bit. That's really, Absolutely. really freaking crazy. So were your parents always kind of like, God, I'm so curious. I think we've only really met slash hung for a minute, maybe once ever. So yeah, yeah. this is really cool for me to get to know, particularly because you're from the Bay Area. But what were like when you were like, I'm a music geek of sorts i'm a theater geek of sorts and what were your parents thinking because a lot of parents get like no 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 let's look (laughs) at being a lawyer real quick no 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 let's look at going to business school real quick what was the support like in the household or was there ever a moment of we like that you're doing it young but then you got to get a quote-unquote real job yeah, my parents were always like pretty uh, realistic, I would say. So, you know, when you're a kid, it's just like nice to have extracurriculars, I think. Um, right. They were really thrilled once I got my own license so they could stop driving me and I could drive myself to all these things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but once I like kind of got more serious about it, and especially once you start thinking about colleges, and I was kind of in that place where I'm like, well, I don't really want to go to college. Um, right. um, they were just like, you have to go to school or you have to get a job. Yeah. That that my both of my parents are v- like were very independent young adults like worked for themselves, have worked for everything they own today, right. you know. Yeah. Um and so to them it wasn't like you have to go to college but they were just like you need to make something of yourself. Right. Um so we kind of agreed eventually that like I could take the year off, quote unquote. Um but I did need to have a job. You know, I can still do my theater stuff, but they're like you need to pay for your gas, you need to pay for Absolutely. you know everything Absolutely. else, how how your yeah. food whatever. Um and so I always had a like full-time job um throughout my young adult life and I think even once I did end up going to Solano College eventually for a couple years um, I also still had a job so like I held a job I went to school and I still did theater like they've always instilled that in me that's Um, the best right you got like just every artist really kind of needs a little work ethic fire under their ass so that they're not sitting on the edge of their bed going, why am I not famous yet? I think I spent a year or two of my life going, how come I'm not like all the way fucking famous yet? (laughs) I felt that. Yeah. I felt that way when I was 12 and 13. (laughs) Yeah. Like watching the Disney (laughs) channel and like all these kids on these, all the shows that I was like, Oh cool. So in like a year or two, like sitting in my living room, like not even auditioning or nothing but i'm like i'm definitely gonna be on the next season of this show for sure yeah i was doing it more at the age of like 32 33 uh this was just a couple years ago but uh, isn't that kind of weird to think about you say you're 12 or 13 years old watching these kids on the disney channel and yeah i mean like that there's kid actors and you look up to them or whatever now in the world of tiktok don't you think it's mind-blowing for some of these young people being like wow they have a hundred million followers how do i think it is it's borderline sickening and i feel so bad for some of these kids who put all of their life into the time it takes first of all to create one tiktok video is insane okay drew hold on pause though pause though consider it paused because how long does it take for you to write a song sometimes that is only Blink a minute long because i'm a genius taylor it takes <laughs> no time at all then you haven't been on tiktok long enough because some of these kids crack out these videos no you're quickly right because they you're know right. what they're doing because they're so, professional in their game ipso facto you're old drew you're old drew we get it taylor thank you 
Yeah, no, I feel old. The TikTok thing is the first, this is the first time in my life I have felt old. And it's because yeah. of TikTok. I resent TikTok because it, <laughs> because it you know makes what? me feel old. <laughs> you know what? I get it. I get it. Because I was that. I, I would definitely like, and I blame the pandemic. I do. Um, 100%. That like, you know, when it started, I was like, I will never, you will never see me on that app. It's way too much. It's yeah. way overwhelming. I do not have the time. I don't even know what I would be posting on there. Right, Cut right, right. to yeah. two months ago where I'm like, eh, you guys, this is crazy. And I'm like singing on all this stuff all the time. Like, because, and what I will say <laughs> is, um, you know, it's, it's, it is bizarre. And I know social media is a whole thing. But TikTok, you really do like go viral once and then not again. And then like, like it's such a kind of lottery ticket thing. And I think I have found if, well, you know, I know some people going viral, like is a thing, but for me, it's not. So because it's kind of such this um, huge ocean of TikTok is almost like quantity tea over quality sometimes yes yes and so i feel for me there's less pressure in that space because i can sure. just like throw whatever is like in my brain it's more like getting little nuggets of thought out of your brain rather than like here's a whole artistic expression for me right now right um and i have when you see those ones that are like, it looks like Spielberg put them together. You're like, yeah. how could I ever measure up to something like this? You without don't the- even try. I'm not trying to do yeah. that. <laughs> I'm not making Spielberg. That's not my jam. That's so much, like, that's a lot of work. Good for you, babe. Like Right now, that. my baby sister, Chloe, who is 10 years younger than me, she's just Which, like- and, I'm a huge fan she, of her. <laughs> oh, she's she's wild. She's crazy yeah. good. But she's got like the number one used sound on TikTok right now. That's huge. She just signed a record deal. Yeah, dude. Because of this. I mean, like, when I see this start to happen, I'm like, oh, my God, this could change someone's life. Of course, these kids are putting the pressure to make this their lifestyle on themselves. And hers was such a fluke. It was like, I'm just going to post a cover of this Kanye song. And it blew up. But see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, Like, she just did this thing that she just felt in her brain that was just stuck in her brain, put it out there. And that truth spark, you know, sparked something. also, her that. voice is so sick, so she oh, deserves it's, that. It's like and she brown also butter. Like, right. You know when you brown Ooh. butter before you put it in the baker, in the baked goods? Yeah. Chloe's voice is the browned butter that you put into a cookie to give it that real gooey texture. That's what it's Chloe's good. voice is to me. Uh, but you don't need TikTok because you're already like, you are one of the poppingest office people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is that, does that also color how old I am? I just tried so hard for popping off. The poppingest, offiest <laughs> person. Wow. I've I've really seen in a long, long time in the industry, just in terms of like this and then this and then this and then this, you had a real big domino effect of a career that I think is so, so interesting. Uh, I saw Head Over Heels, of course. Before that, I saw Groundhog's Day. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, so you went from two shows, by the way, Groundhog Day and Head Over Heels. Both shows did not last as long as they should have on Broadway. That is yep. my personal opinion, of course, and I'm sure there's thousands of people who agree with me when I say that. In those experiences, were you like, this is going to be the thing. I'm that special girl who's going to have the cult musical catalog behind her, and that's I'm going to be like a favorite within this, this demographic and theater. But then you book 
uh, Hamilton, <laughs> and then you book Devil Wears Prada, and that was announced right before the pandemic, and Lord knows where any of that is right now. But like, just to see these announcements come out, it's like, oh shit, no, no, she's <laughs> she she's about to poppy offy right oh, no. now. Oh no! Oh no! Yes! Oh yeah. my God! Do you feel when you when you read your name at a press release next to Beth Level, and <laughs> Again, back to the pinch yourself moment. Maybe that's the theme of your whole episode is all the pinch yourself moments here. It's like being in the Bay Area full circle with Head Over Heels. And what a huge, even though it was short lived, like you felt the love, right? From all the Broadway community. Oh, yeah. I oh, loved yeah. it. You're actually the third person from that show we've had on this podcast. We've had Bonnie. We had Amber Ardolino, who promised me she'd follow me on TikTok and never did. So let's call her out right now. Uh, and now we have you. And now you you do Hamilton, and right when that's happening, the announcement for Devil Wears Prada goes out. What's the thought in your mind when that happens? I love when people succeed. What do you feel when it's for you? Um, yeah, so this is a very complicated answer for me. So because, uh, let me go back to your first question, like the first part of the question. Yeah, sorry, I just gave you 33 <laughs> questions. I don't know if you see the size of this cup of coffee I'm drinking, but it's it's a keg. Um, I, uh, Groundhog Day, uh, head over heels, very short lived. Um, but also you're right, like very cool kind of little cult following musicals because they're about the other yeah. of like our communities. Yeah. And then I got to do like Scotland PA and I got to do the tale oh. of Despero with Pigpen. Oh my um, God. Jen like, Jenkins so, and Universal. Yes, yes. I love these people. I work with yes. these people. And so, um, like I, I, feel very cool and ingrained that I've like that I've got to do new musicals about weird stuff and weird people and others and people like the stories that don't get told and I do hope to continue to do that for the rest of my life like you will I've already called show business it's taken care of that's what we're doing forever um and then yes so at the end of um towards the end of Scotland PA is when I found out that I booked Devil Wears Prada. Oh my God. At that time, I think this is the, uh, at that time they're like, Hey, guess what? Good news. You have booked Devil Wears Prada. Bad news, weird news. They're pushing back their production a whole year. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, like that's weird, but like, cool. I will just figure out what to do right, until right. then. You um, just actually a year off. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But then also like, you know, we might have workshops and stuff. So it, it, uh, complicated finding other jobs because my availability wasn't so open, you know, it was right, like, right, right. so I was, I had to look for very specific jobs that I could kind of step in and step out of. It was, it was strange. Um, and, uh, a very scary time for me in my life with no jobs to look. That's also when I did um, Emoji Land. I stepped in for Emoji Land right. for a week, like another show about a bunch of others. Um, and then that's when I found out I got Hamilton was uh, kind of right when I found out I was going to step in for Emoji Land. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, perfect. Like, here's something I can do for a year while I wait for Devil Wears Prada. And this was um, the, LA, also, the LA production, right? The LA production, yes. And right. I've, of course, I've auditioned for Hamilton before. I had been talking about trying to get into that show for the years I was in New York City. I heard and it's finally, good. You know, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. I you heard know, it's been it, doing well. It, Really, really is, uh, you know, but then, so here we are, I start Hamilton rehearsals. I'm the only newcomer. So it's already a truncated rehearsal process. Um, and 
we go to tech. We get our last day of final dress rehearsal. And then the next day is March 12th last year when everything yeah. shuts down. Yeah, I remember and it well. So, <laughs> and then sometime last year, maybe it's in the beginning of this year, there's another notice about Devil Wars Prada being pushed back another year. Ah. So Yes, you're right. I am absolutely punching myself over both of these opportunities, Hamilton and Prada, but they both still feel like dreams, like fever because, dreams. Because I, you haven't been able to experience it yet. Not at all. Yeah. So it's so wild um, to have a lot of people telling you, hey, so you're in the Devil Wears Prada. Hey, so you're in Hamilton. You're like, am I? I, I, <laughs> I, I have no idea. This is insane. Yeah. So it's that reality. And it's, it's just strange, but you know, it's, it's the two things I have been able to hold on to throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to remain grateful and I'm so grateful for them. It is, it is wild to see my name in a headline with yeah. those titles. It's, it doesn't make sense. And I, I think because I still haven't done them, it really won't make sense and it really won't feel real until yeah, I, but um, then one, then to. before you know it, you're just going to be on that stage and you're going to be looking yeah. to your right. And there's Beth <laughs> level and looking to your right. Cause I know the blocking already, but you'll yeah, be looking to your right and Beth level will be there and you'll be there opening night and Elton John will be there and Shayna Taub who I love. And I'm so excited you get to work with Shayna. And I just like that, that team is going to be epic and it's you, babe. It's still you. That's why it does that just makes like you just nailed it. It the the team of that yeah. show is so epic and continues to grow into like what I think is just the right direction and yeah. and they're just putting the right people on their team and I'm so excited that it's not real. Like I am a huge fan of Shana Tab. I'm like, Elton John, are you kidding? And Anna Shapiro and Beth Level and yeah. and James Alsop, who's gonna be our choreographer, is just like insane it, it, it is insane and it it's, does not feel real that it's me but i am kind of like i as we inch closer now and like i get my second vaccine on friday so things feel real like girl i get my second on monday here we go yeah! let's get back to work let's go okay. let's go let's go <laughs> um uh, like it i i am starting to um like tell myself to like sit more in that reality and sit more in that Please foundation do. And, God. and, you know, see that for myself and be like, and you know, it's, it's been a hard year for everybody. And yeah, dude. I've had my ups and my downs, but I'm like, yo, babe, like you have to get through this because like, once this starts, like <laughs> you're going to take over the world. Like, you know, right. I'm just, <laughs> but, so and it's but like, yeah, yes. I mean, and like, listen to the resume we've already listed. You've already taken over the world, a big, at least a huge quadrant of the world. And it's just going <laughs> to get bigger and bigger and bigger from there. And I think it's important for people to hear this, just like how, like, if you're not in the immediate theater community and you were part, like you watched the whole world shut down, of course, but like mm -hmm. there were shows that were like a day from opening. Wasn't six like about to open the next yes. day. And like yes. all, all these things were on these precipices. Yes. Is that, I don't know how to pluralize that word. Precipice, precipice. I'm going mm -mm, to let you go with it. All right, great. Thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. Precipices. Mm -hmm. And uh, you were about to go off this. I had the Karate Kid announcement like one month before all this. And there's been moments of I'm never going to work again. Broadway's <laughs> canceled forever. But now like talking to the producers and you're getting back in the full tilt of it. You're like, oh shit. Okay. Maybe we got a, a, a a year longer to wait to get there but yeah. man alive we're still doing it and that's exciting so i'm so excited for you wow you guys just interrupting the interview real fast to say don't you love taylor amon jones she's so chilled she's so ooh, 
She's so relaxed, and I love that demeanor. It's the perfect yin to my yang. My big, loud, crazy, over-caffeinated Italian yang. Anyway, as always, I'm here to remind you guys how you can support our guests on this podcast, and that is by following them on their social medias. They're all tremendous artists with a lot going on. So follow Taylor. Follow Taylor. I can't talk. I've been drinking this morning. Follow Taylor <laughs> at Instagram or TikTok or Twitter at Taylor Iman Jones and see what she has going on. And hey, while you're in the spirit of supporting artists doing their thing, please go ahead and click subscribe on Apple iPod Podcast, Spotify. You get it. Subscribe to the podcast, will ya? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, real quick, tangent, okay? Yeah. The older I get, the less I uh, appreciate feet maybe my own feet but just (laughs) feet in general i think are really starting to bum me out and i don't Mm -hmm. want to kink shame anybody but like are are do you understand the the a sexual nature toward feet do you get it because i really don't i i'm also hate feet i've always hated feet i hate my own feet i just i just don't touch me with them i don't need don't put them up anywhere around like Mm -mm. i i Mm -mm. yeah and not to shit like whatever you need to do like that's great for everybody else but for my preference i keep feet away from me please i'm getting to a, a point in my life where i'm starting to wear galoshes to bed i don't even like having my bare feet in my bed with me just the idea just bums me out uh before we uh i want to before we 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 talk a little bit more about career stuff let's go into some stupid questions how's that sound great love to i love i love stupid i love time wasting questions it's one of my biggest like (laughs) you know what we have nothing but time these days true, true that true that uh all right so let's waste a little more time together um I just bought something that I want to plug right now, and it has to do with oral hygiene, which is something I'm a huge advocate of. And I've met adults in my life who say they only brush their teeth once a day. And that really I don't, bums me out, <laughs> violently bums me out. Um, I bought a tongue scraper the other day. Oh. Have you ever tried a tongue scraper? No, but I have been thinking about it. It'll change your life. You will never feel like you have bad breath ever again. Oh. Truly. I think I'm getting rid of a bunch of taste buds, but I, my breath <laughs> is A+. plus. Is there a product that you've been using that you would just like to talk about right now? I, have, I There's no sponsor or anything. Yeah. You can just name anything you like, and let's just try to convince me that I should go get one. Well, I mean, because we're talking about this um, for Christmas, I asked my parents for a water flosser. Oh, 
Yeah. And so I have one yep. of those big like water flossers now. Epic. Oh my god, it like that. Like you said, it makes me feel so clean and so healthy. Um, because you know flossing is hard for everybody, but um, I've been told by dentists as well that my teeth are really close together. Yeah. When I floss, it hurts. Like it hurts my gums. I know you're supposed to wait, but like even after months and months, like everything still hurts. So I was like, I don't want to do this. You got great teeth. Did you have braces? No. You didn't have braces? No. Your teeth just look like that? Yes, yes. Okay, I have um, good teeth privilege. But what I will say is I get (laughs) cavities like a mofo. I have more cavities than anybody I know in my entire life. How many cavities have you had? Over 20. Wow. Like from wow. when I'm thinking about like when I was a kid to like now as an adult. Yeah. What is it? Just sugar or just like that's just genetics? Yeah, I think both because Because you love that sugar. I love candy. Oh, same here. Goodness. Oh my god, I love What's candy. What's your favorite candy? Kit Kats, like like Kit Kats, Reese's, like cheap MMs, M- just plain chocolate MMs. Like I love the peanut too, but just cheap, cheap. right up the register. <laughs> cheap. that's that's sound you sound like a real junkie right now it doesn't matter just chocolate cheap it doesn't i'll buy it for anything like they came out with kit kat thins yeah and i saw the commercial and i gasped like that's how bad it is like i saw them and i was like (gasps) i got an issue with the thins because i bought because i'm an oreo freak oh i am an oreo fanatic those oreo thins what what's all i'm still eating the entire sleeve yeah (laughs) i don't do the oreo thins that doesn't help me feel better about the amount of oreos i'm eating and i do this i do this is this is my fat kid brain i'll do things like i buy a whole thing of double stuffed oreos (laughs) and then immediately have the regret i'm like why did i do that so my brain goes just eat them all right now then they won't be here Yes. How does that make any sense? <laughs> How do I let my brain get away with tricking me into this? You know, like, as, uh, because living with my parents, I am recognizing where a lot of my bad habits come from. Oh, God, and me so, too. Yep, and yep, now, yep. you know, my parents, you know, they're grandparents now, so they're not even trying to buy healthy food. Yeah, yeah. Like, my mom is like, <laughs> okay, what three bag of chips do you want? Let's get, like, three bags of, like, family size candy sharing things, like muffins yeah. and cookies. Like, I'm the one who's like, mom, we don't need this. <laughs> like, desperately trying to save myself. I've given in now, and I'm like... Whatever, I'm here. I'm gonna good for you. Just indulge in this. Good for you. Oh my god, let it change everything about you. Let it change your entire shape and the way you feel. And just like, <laughs> why not go dive into the dive into the bad food? I say go for it. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna play a little game. Okay, it's called every fourth question. Okay. So I'm gonna toss you some rapid fire uh, this or that questions, and then I'm gonna give you a would you rather as the fourth question. But I'm gonna try to give you those th- first three ones uh, to keep your brain loosey goosey, so you answer, okay. and then you can justify all the answers as you want. Okay, ready? Here we go. Taylor, cat or dog? Dog. Seinfeld or Friends? Seinfeld. Apples or bananas? Apples. Taylor, would you rather always feel like you have to sneeze and never get to, or would you never or never be able to complete a yawn? Yawn. You never be able to complete a yawn. Really? Either. You'd rather 
Have you ever done that? I think I have PTSD because every t- there, when I when I shared a room with my brother, if I tried to yawn, he would shove his fucking finger in my mouth, and then I'd never get the oxygen my brain needed. So I have well, this like fear of never finishing a yawn. Were you yawning without covering your mouth? Yeah, is that rude? That's rude. That's rude. Oh, I only say that because my dad did that to me. Oh, really? Yes, and it was and to help me to always remember. So he was like, if your hand isn't covering your mouth, I'm going to get in there. Oh, my God. Because what feels better than like a completed yawn? Nothing. It but feels what so feels great. worse than having to sneeze? And then never getting to? You're right. I mean, like, that's like never getting to orgasm out of your face. That's what that kind is. Of, yeah, right? but it's also pain and that tingle. Like, I can <clears> imagine <throat> just like being stuck in that. No horrible, way, man. Horrible. Uh, okay, just a few more for you. <laughs> Summer or winter? Summer. Yeah, Bay Area girl. Uh, rock or jazz? Jazz. All right. West Coast or East Coast? West Coast. Oh, I said that so fast. You I, did. It came I, right I, out. But like, sorry, New York. From. No, but I love New York so much. Sorry, New York. Uh, okay. Now, would you rather have penises for fingers or a butthole for a mouth? The world do, wants to know. I know. Do does it is the butt let me, still work let me like repeat the question so no, everybody I listening. I, heard, I, I, I think it bears repeating. Can would I have you rather have? Questions? Would you rather? Yeah, yeah, sure. You can ask me follow up questions too. Would you rather have penises for fingers? Yeah. Or a butthole for a mouth? What are your follow up questions? So, th- for the mouth, for the mouth part, does it still yeah. work like a mouth? Is it just like your lips are the butthole? Yeah, but I don't think you get the same. You see how like, like yeah, how how like, flex can teeth? I? Like, can you still yeah. eat food? No, I think okay. you have to eat through a straw. Honestly, I mean it's a butthole. Sure. Oh, fair, fair. Okay, I hear you. So you be talking um, like this, you kind of right, like right. this all the time. Right? Um, and then are your fingers? Do they like work like penises? Like, are they like are they sensitive to everything? I know? don't think like they pee or have fluids or anything like that. But I also want to preface that they are not hardened penises like they don't have the same texture as your fingers a butthole for a mouth you'd rather have a butthole for a mouth you don't want to be the uh the pan's labyrinth monster that (laughs) has penis fingers no no at least i can like overdraw my lips if i have a butthole for a mouth that that is true you (laughs) can always get them tattooed on i know it's probably cheating but i don't care (laughs) uh okay uh desert or jungle jungle Oh, same here. Except for like bugs, but like same here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Disney or Looney Tunes? Ooh, Looney Tunes with that choice. Hell I'm really yeah. happy you said Looney Tunes. I'm really tired. Disney gets so much credit for like everything. It's crazy. Uh, okay, and hot or cold? Hot. Hot. Uh, would you rather have hooves or a tail? Tail. God, you flew right into that. Explain. I don't know. I just thought about that. <laughs> Like you've thought about this before? You, what would you yeah. do with it? Well, like honestly, climb God. trees. I don't know. Hit people with it. Um, you think that if you have a tail, you climb trees? <laughs> I think because in my mind, it's like a long tail that like you have mastery over and could like wrap around things. Oh, okay. Like, like I see, like Magellan's tail from Eureka's Castle. Did you ever watch that show? No. Oh, okay. I well, no then I, I, I'm, a, I'm about to sound <laughs> real old again. Let's just move on. Move on. <laughs> Now, let's talk about the West Coast, East Coast thing for a second. Yeah. Because I've lived in New York for 13 years, and I'm from yeah. the Bay Area most of my uh, most of my life, 18 years, and then I lived in L.A. and then New York. I love the West Coast, but I think I've always had this, like, East Coast, at least New York, personality mm-hmm. 
in terms of my exuberance and anxiety and mm-hmm. excitement and things like that. Uh, so I probably would have said East Coast, to be frank, except for all my families here. And that's lovely. But why? what made you say West Coast so fast? You know, I don't know. And I think that's why I reacted afterwards, because I was like, wait, <laughs> let me take it back. I think just because that's where I'm from, you know, like this is, you know, this is where my family's from. This is where Absolutely. my first friends are from. This is where, you know, um, I talk about the Bay Area theater scene a lot because I owe everything I am to it. But I 100%. do plan on always like returning back to it. You know, I love coming back here to a performance. Of, but I kind of agree with like what you just said about myself that, even when I was 13, like stepping foot in New York City, I was like, oh, this is my air. Like, this is where yeah. I'm supposed to be, you know? Yes. And, um, I feel that when I'm there, I miss it so Oh, my God. Much. Like, even my friends there are like, we can't believe you haven't been here for, like, mm-hmm. over a year now. Yeah. And I feel that Yeah. as well. Like, that is yeah, – I miss New York like as much as I miss the people almost, you know? It was so um, crazy. You know, at the top of this pandemic, like everybody left, everybody went away from New York and I didn't get out in time because I got sick. So I felt uh, like everyone left. And then by the time, you know, eight months goes by and I'm like, well, we haven't really been working on Karate Kid. <laughs> I'm not about to sign a new lease out yeah. here. You know, it was like a lot yeah. of that mentality. So I left and now all my friends are back in New York and I'm going oh back God. next month. But it, it's still been this like, God, I just, I, I we kept, it was like ships in the night with everybody I knew in New York City. And, and now every time I see like, <laughs> a commercial where the Empire State Building's in it. I'm like sobbing, like yes. crazy. It affects yes. me so, so viscerally. It's painful. <laughs> yeah, no, when I'm watching TV with my mom or dad or something, and even like a subway station sign right. pops, I'm like, that's New York. <laughs> <laughs> Tell like they don't know. I love like that. They don't know. It's so embarrassing. But, I, but there I is a lot of that, right? Like you're like, I mean, I, I catch myself telling people out here as if they've never been to New York. Most of people I know have totally been to New York, but I'm like explaining why it's amazing. They're like, we know yeah. it's it's New York City. Of course, it's like, yes, it's amazing. I'm like, yeah, but you don't know how amazing. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's like the most amazing place you've ever been. And it yeah, is. It, it really, is. really is. And it's hard. I mean, you know, I think the I think something that makes Bay Area natives that move to New York special is it is a very far move. So yeah. like you have to be very dedicated and it's a big leap. You know, it you is. can't take the train back to see your family on the weekends. You can't do that stuff. You know, you are limited to holidays because that flight is expensive you know like yeah and so it's it's hard to make the move and new york city is hard so you have to have you know the guts and the drive yep and um the willingness what i say to like get through the mud yeah um, in that city um and that's what i always tell people if they're like debating on moving i'm like yo i say yes to everyone but like you have to be ready yeah Joe Iconis was on the podcast and he said it best. It's so it's so easily put when he when he said it. It was just it's a really hard life, but it's mm-hmm. a really good life. And I'm like that's exactly it. Like you if you're ready to experience the good, you have to get through this shit of it. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. there's never a moment in New York where everybody's totally comfortable. <laughs> You know, it's just like, no. like every day, every day you get on the subway, you're shoulder to shoulder with angry strangers. 
<laughs> if you can do that every day and feel a little uncomfortable, then the good parts of it are going to feel so good. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And yeah. like, I hate driving. So even oh, like the stinkiest, well, maybe not the stinkiest, but like the subway has always just been a dream to me because, yeah, you know, totally. Bay Area with traffic and we have to drive everywhere. It's just exhausting. So I'm, I'm on the subway like, was it what true. made you fall in love with New York? Like, what was the the thing in pop culture that made you go, "Oh, damn, New York looks amazing"? Before Broadway. you even got to visit it, it was Broadway. It was the yeah, fact that totally. Broadway existed, and it seemed like this magical land somewhere where like the best theater gets made. That's what we all, you know, think. Yeah, this, right? yeah, yeah. Um, real quickly, I want to talk to you about a friend of mine, a friend of yours. You got to work with a a, a little man named Adam Guan. Can you talk to me about <gasps> oh. Adam Guan? I love him. I want to have him on the podcast so bad. I think he's one of the best composers yes. out there. Yeah, totally. Um, yes, I mean, I don't even know what to say. He's just such a good person. Yeah. Like, all in all, he's so chill. He makes you feel very comfortable. He's um, you pocket know, Scotland, sized. He, he, he is. I mean, yeah. I'm short, so I guess he doesn't seem so tall. He's probably taller than me, so <laughs> I'm like, I guess. I don't know. Um, and he's very sweet, you know. Um, uh, I We did Scotland PA, so ours was a, yep. you know, 70s themed ish but contemporary musical um so you know adam draws from very specific styles so you can hear the influences immediately you're like oh look at that like 70s disco but then he's like let's you do you and like into the new world and you know if you have ideas he's open to listening and um collaborating uh yeah he knows how it works like it's when you see someone in this business who's as kind as that like unnecessarily kind you're just like okay these are the people i want to kind of surround myself with he's he's just one of those for sure and i just hope that i'm on his roster like i know i'm on his radar like you are you played a (laughs) like (laughs) you're in his show Audrey McDonald, like he knows <laughs> other people. So I get that I'm like the JV, you know, I'm on Junior Varsity of right. asked for his like Kennedy Center concert one day, but <laughs> hopefully that'll happen one day. Out. Yeah, maybe she'll be busy. God, you know, it's too bad you're about to be like so crazy famous because I feel like I just missed the mark. I feel like I should have asked you many years ago to do some work with me and it never happened. And now I'm like, well, now I'll never get you. You're going to be too big. You're going to be too... Well, I mean, you're also still creating things in your future unless nope. Karate Kid is nope. just... That's the it. End. Karate Kid, then I retire. That's the end. <laughs> Nothing else. So no, we missed it. That was it. Or... Maybe this you just never want to work with me, and that was like your nice way of saying it. Which, God, you know, oh no, that so wasn't what happened. But now I know exactly how to like get out of wanting to, you know, just be like real nice. Like, oh, it's too bad we never got to work together. It's like Drew, you're you're 34. We have plenty of time. It's like no, nah, I'm not doing anything else. Uh, I got a Twitter question for you. I just want to uh, talk to you about it. And you talked a little bit about this, but this is a little more defined as a question. How was because this person, her name is. At Tahoe Girl 63, she says, How was the San Francisco experience with Head Over Heels compared to or different from the Broadway experience? <gasps> totally. Um, you know, uh, there's plenty to be said. Obviously, like the show itself changed, but I will say, um, I actually think San Francisco audiences um got us more than New York. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> and I think you know, being from the Bay, and I think San Francisco is just more open to like exploring new ideas and new spaces and like spaces that combine, you know, head over heels was a 
fairy tale inverse rock musical that was also like queer and forward at the same time yeah. feeling timeless and i think san francisco was like ready for that discussion and they really welcomed us with open arms where i think new york just in its nature is a like a bit more critical and because you know it's broadway so they're just criticizing everything yeah um i think a lot of our reviews were just like we don't know what this is and so <laughs> And we were kind of like, yeah, it's new. And so that's why it like felt like it didn't work for some people. Right. Um, I do get that in New York. Sometimes like you feel like people are going to the show to hate the show. Like they, yeah. they, they have such a preconceived thought of how they want to feel rather than going and open and like accepting it and experiencing it as it happens. They're like, yeah. ugh. I don't know. I saw the poster outside. Doesn't look like my cup of tea. And then they sit down and they won't allow themselves to be surprised by how good it is. They'll just be like, no, I made my decision before I saw it. I didn't like this. Like, right, I, I like, think that happens in New York. It does. The, the one comment that frustrated me the most in Head Over Heels was seeing people outside. And they're like, wow, this was great. I didn't know I was going to like it. I thought I was going to hate it. Right, right. We heard that so much. I thought I was going to hate it. I did like, and that told me like, it's not being sold correctly, Man. you know, um, yeah. and that, so that also tells me that there's a large number of people who aren't seeing our show because they think they're going to hate it. Yeah. And then now really, I feel the impact of the show now, like years later when other artists and other actors and just creatives and kids um, comment on you know, how it impacted them and how yeah. good it was and how much they still remember it. And I think it was a bit, you know, that show had a lot of newcomers, like all the kind of the the kids in the cast, and then it had a bunch of like Broadway legends in it as well. So totally, it was just cool to like. That show has a history, and I feel like it's like a little mini legend, even though it didn't get. It is. It's a mini it. legend, and you know yeah. what was really cool about it, and I, I've known Bonnie for such a long time. It was really <laughs> cool to see Bonnie finally get this role that like she deserved. I mean, like she really, that was a, that would have been that star making role for her. I really think that that was such a big you thing. Know, yeah, it, it was. And it is, if we ran longer, she would have had a Tony by now. Um, yep, yep, yep. Uh, but, and you know, I, it wasn't my debut. So, you know, I didn't get like the like, yay debut stuff, but um, because, you know, I was Bonnie's partner in that show. Um, I was witness to a lot of her, best moments and special moments right. and um you know i feel like there's a bunch of different ways that people make their debuts i was thinking about this the other day some people you make it as replacing somebody in the middle of a run sometimes you make it opening a brand new show um sometimes you're like bonnie and you've been in new york for 10 plus years and when you make your debut like it infects the entire broadway community yeah and yeah. hers was one of those that i just like people that I had been looking up to and been fans of coming to Bonnie and been like, I'm so excited. You're fine. Like made your debut. It's so exciting to see you here. So Big time. Um, yeah, it's, it was very cool um, to be a part of her history. I, I have always been saying that, like, that's kind of how I felt like, because, you know, for the writers, for the composers of that, I all know I'm pals with all these guys. So when Joe Iconis finally got be more chill on Broadway, oh yeah, I was like, dude, we've been wanting, like you were like the, the little golden child and we all <laughs> were behind you. And so like to finally see you do it, it, it makes you feel closer to it, I guess is what it is. And that's a really cool thing, but also like mm -hmm. finally someone getting the do that they put the hard work into. And I think that that's a really cool experience as well. Uh, Taylor, 
We're going to end real quick here. But uh, before I do, I just wanted to let you know that once we're done, just give it a minute when I push uh, stop on the recording because it takes a second for things to download. Yeah. And then we can we can bounce off and be good. Cool. Um, Taylor, I really, really want to say on behalf of the Bay Area, because I speak for I'm like the Lorax <laughs> for the trees. I speak for the Bay. I, uh, I couldn't be more excited for the things you've done because of everything you said that it's about the others. It's about, and you, you have something so special that I, I hope kids understand and, and look to you as an example of this individuality, uniqueness. You are so tremendous to watch on stage. One of my favorites in recent years, and I can't wait to see the rest of your success kind of unfold truly. If there's something you could say to somebody else who was young, maybe in the Bay Area doing the community theater shit and, and mm -hmm. having big grand dreams of Broadway, what would you tell that person? It's totally possible. Um, you know, there are hundreds and hundreds and thousands of jobs in New York City on Broadway. Mm -hmm. um, it's super, super hard. So you just have to be ready to put in the work. Believe in yourself. Believe yeah. in every single part of yourself. Your whole being um, is what makes you unique and special. And those gifts are what you can bring to the world and the world deserves to see them and they deserve to be seen. And so just remember that and never give up. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Taylor, thank you so much. Uh, continued success. And, you know, in real life, I really do mean it. I, I hope we can work together someday. And beyond that, I look forward to seeing Hamilton in LA when I come to visit. I look forward to seeing Prada when that hits the stage. And hopefully we can just get a martini when all of this is over and just have a real life chat. Okay. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you for everything. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, God damn it. Thank you so much for listening. I really love when you do that. Now we're talking as a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about me, Drew Gasparini, and this podcast at bpn.fm slash now we're talking. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Drew Gasparini or on TikTok, which is at the Drew Gasparini. They've shadow banned me. So tell TikTok talk to go f itself and continue to follow me there. Hey, make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you stream your podcast. That's a very important part of this outro, so please don't ignore it. And let's all give a round of applause for Taylor Iman Jones. I adore her. This was a really fun interview, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Hey, while I have you here checking out the very end of this podcast, I just want to say... If you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Goodbye, everybody! Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E -E org because only together we rise.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.